Welcome to Hive Mind. I am Meg, and I'm here with Irene. We're back. Hey! Hey, Irene. Tell, tell the people what we're talking about. Oh my about. gosh, I'm so excited that I convinced you to let me be back on this it show. Wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> hard. It didn't take much to convince me. Well, Top Chef started. Top Chef started. Top Chef started last week, and I was so thrilled. I love this show so much, and not in an ironic way, like we love The Bachelor. Like I just like really love this show it's such a good show tell me tell me your history with top chef well irene you recommended top chef oh, to me at the start of you're right the pandemic last year and i had always felt like there was a barrier to entry with top chef i for some reason i just thought it was very like chef's table level of taking itself seriously is chef's table the netflix one yeah okay i don't like that show it is very like, okay, you guys realize you work with food, right? Like, their jobs are important. Right. It's in, it's good to take your work seriously, but Chef's Table is like, I am a god because I make broth. Yeah, and, like, the production is, like, so over the top. Yeah. the It's, like, it obviously makes food look so amazing and so good, but it's, like, highlighting these chefs and restaurants that are, like, $500 for a meal. Yeah. And I just hate elitism in food it really is the opposite of the way i think about food yeah and it's it highlights sometimes chefs who are like terrible to their employees all in the name of good food i'm like i don't want to eat your filet mignon if you emotionally abuse your sous chef anyway so i kind of thought that was the vibe i'd be working with and it's not. It's way more fun. It's so good. It's just a good time. And the chefs do take themselves seriously oh, for to sure. varying there, degrees. I mean, that's, that's like what I love about this show is that there is a skill involved. Like yes. they are all really good at what they do. And particularly in this season, what Padma pointed out is there are no sous chefs on the season. Yeah. These are all executive chefs that oh, like or I think... They're all executive chefs that work in a restaurant or own a restaurant or whatever. I don't know. But they're not sous chefs. They're not like amateur chefs. They are legit chefs. Yeah. It's not like Project Runway where it's like, I'm a person who learned to sew and I think I can design. Which is fun. It's fun to watch. But it's like... This is a different kind of competition. It's like these people are very good. Yes. Yes. It's very fun. Yeah. It's very fun. So anyway. I love that it's like not... I don't know. These people just... there's There's a lot of... Competition shows that are like more cutthroat and kind of mean. These people, for the most part, are all really great to each other. They're helping each other plate. They're like supporting each other. They're like very complimentary about the food. They understand when like things don't go right. Like, I just love the atmosphere in this show. It's just so good. It's not like chopped where it's like, I'll kill you if you Oh my gosh. This is why I thought I hated cooking shows is because I hate chopped so much. Wait, is chopped is the one where they give you like, here are raisins and pickles and make a meal? Yeah. Here's a bag of peeps. Now make a soup. (laughs) I hate it so much. It's actually always on in this building when I walk in. (laughs) Well, I think it's all they play on Food Network anymore. It's chopped and like uh, Alton Brown and that's it. Those are your two shows. Well, this, if you are not watching Top Chef, hopefully we convince you to watch it because I want to keep talking about it and I just love this show. I think this is such a good show. I think, not not to toot our own horns here, but you and I both enjoy cooking and enjoy being kind of ambitious with recipes. And so I think that it's fun for people like you and me who are into food 
I sometimes make the mistake of watching this show and thinking, I could do this. And then they say, like, I'm going to add Gruyere to my gremolata. I'm like, no, I can't do it. I, like, I don't. It's like, I this is a different. Up, I have to look up what call fat is. And I'm like, mm, I don't, I don't yeah. think. This is definitely on a different level. This is a show you have to Google as you watch. Because yes. you're like, what the hell is. Which is another reason I love this show. Because I feel more educated after yeah. watching this show. And I do think I've learned techniques. I mean, maybe I'm convincing myself of that but I do think I'm like a better cook not a chef but a cook for having watched I yeah and I think like I can talk about food better too like I didn't start using the word to describe like the word bright to describe food until after I started watching this show it's just like (laughs) it's another one (laughs) I just feel like you learn about food you and I don't also don't have like when I watch Great British Bake Off or something, I want to punch my hand through a glass because I want to eat the food oh, yeah. so bad. Like the frustration of not being able to eat some of the food on that show is is overwhelming and it makes me almost not want to watch it. Yeah. But this show, for some reason, it just feels like so lovely to just watch the whole thing happen. They treat food the way I think wine tasters taste wine. Like you're not eating, you're tasting. You're... You're taking a bite, you're identifying the flavors, and that's it. You're not sitting down to a meal. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just so good. And I do love, like, I do wonder, though, at this point of the season where there are 15 people and the judges are eating each of the plates, I'm like, how are they? I heard Charlize Theron talk about this one time because she was a, I think it was like a quick fire challenge. And she was um, a judge. And it was like, they had her come in like at 6 a.m., to film it and they were eating like rich things oh and she said she was like gosh. so full when she was done she got in the back of her car and just like <laughs> laid there i do feel like the person at the end of the like if your food is brought out last you have you're at a disadvantage because all so the judges too. are full i think so too wait but, tell me your history with it um okay i started watching this i was actually just looking up the first season i watched the first season i watched was season 10 when Kristen kish won and it was Sorry, spoilers. I mean, <laughs> season ten. This is now the eighteenth season. So the la- the first season I watched was the last, um, like the the last competition or whatever, um, was between Kristen Kish and Brooke, who Brooke later came on in a later season and won Top Chef, like on an All Star season. Um, they were both really good, but Kristen. Oh, this is the iconic season where Kristen was kicked off during Restaurant Wars. For some for something she did not do, took Ooh. the heat for it, never talked back, and like just took it and went on last ca- last chance kitchen and came back and won the whole thing. And wow. I truly, and I think this is true for every season, but I remember the moment she won and I just burst into tears. <laughs> I just was like audibly cry- sobbing <laughs> as she won because I I don't know what it is. I get so invested in these people. I just. It's such a good show. It's really, it's really good. And you, I do feel a lot of empathy in the show because they are forced to do their, what they do day in and day out, but have to do it in very constrained circumstances. And you can see their frustration knowing that they could do better, but given the time or the crowded kitchen or whatever, they just weren't able yeah. to. And so when something like that, when someone comes back after being wrongly kicked off it's just such a triumph yeah it's so it's just so rewarding to watch this show i don't know what it is i mean we do know because we just talked about all the reasons do you want to do you want to talk about the episode we watched let's do it so they're in portland this season uh and i don't i can't figure out when they filmed do you know 
I don't know, but it's definitely during COVID. But I feel like it's like early COVID because they keep saying things like, I've been in my apartment for four weeks making bread. I'm like, only four weeks? Oh, I didn't even realize that. But it is interesting because Portland, I feel like of all places, is like very shut down. Like, Portland, like, I have a friend that went to Portland, I don't know, maybe last summer. And she was like, literally everything is boarded up. Like, things are shut down. So... I don't know. But it is like, I do think that's why they're not living in a house together. They're like mm. all in different hotel rooms instead mm-hmm. of a house, which mm-hmm. is kind of a bummer. Um, but they're all congregating anyway. I know. I don't get it. Um, it's also, they talk about how Portland is on the forefront of racial justice. So that would have to have been after the summer or during the summer. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it could I'm sure I could find out, but I don't I don't really know. Anyway, so they're in Portland. They're in this giant kitchen so they can be a little more yeah. safe. Um, and they're doing something this season, I think, because they don't want to make too many people quarantine, where a lot of past contestants are judges. Yeah, so Gregory, who was on the, I think he was on the last season, went home because of a back injury, who's yeah. also an all-star because he was on a previous season, um, who's a Portland native, he is one of the judges. Yeah. I feel like he's going to be like on most of the season. If I think so. And right? I, Michelle it like it. and yeah, I freaking love Michelle. Michelle won. All stars, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. She was great. Um, and then a couple of them I don't recognize. Kwame was on there to this, this past episode, but I don't know if he's going to be on there for forever, but he was really good on past season. Um, I can't remember who else was on. Oh, the Blaze, that guy Blaze with the hair. That was that's him. That's Blaze. Yeah, I think that's his him. name's actually oh, Blaze. I think that's him. I could be wrong, <laughs> but that hair was just like so ridiculous. He looks like a cartoon character. Yeah, he did. Um, so they start with a quick fire challenge, which is a team challenge. I hate that the first quick fire is a group quick fire. I feel like yeah. that's kind of mean. Like it group ones mean. are always really hard and you have no idea who these people are or how they I cook know. and they make them do a group quick fire. I know. And then they make them choose an ingredient. They pre-chose an ingredient like the mo- like the staple of your cooking or whatever. Um, what we would some, you have picked? I know. I was thinking about this. I mean, the thing is, is like, do you go like really weird or do you go like somewhat normal i feel like if i were to really choose it'd be like f- garlic yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. i don't know yeah nobody, olive oil yeah nobody chose i mean it was like like chocolate mexican chocolate was one or call fat which i had to look up yes or um kombu which is a type of kelp like just very like specific. i have a hard time Believing that kombu is that person's <laughs> most used ingredient. Yeah, and I don't know if the I don't think it's most used, but I do think it's like a staple for maybe to like to like represent your cooking or something. Yeah, which felt like, but like somebody chose lemons, which I'm like, great, yeah. great ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a great one. Um, and then that group, I mean, there that group was so I think was that Sarah. Mm-hmm. And Sarah seems like a strong contestant. I Sarah, think. I love Sarah's vibe. In her interview, she's like, "Listen, I don't know if I belong here because I like to relax." And I was like, "Yes, Sarah, I get it. I get it. Like, it's so weird to be in a room with people who are like just so 
into it all the time. Yeah, well, I was just listening to an interview with Gregory, and he was like, it's so different to be on as a judge because the only memories I, like, when I think of being on Top Chef, I just think of stress and, yeah. like, fight, fight or, like, fighting for your life. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, high stress the whole time. And, yeah, so I hope she does well because she cooks super well, obviously. So I do think that the time constraints, like, can put a lot of pressure, obviously, on a, yeah. on a person. Yeah, which happens later in the episode. But yeah, they all get their favorite ingredient that they can't live without. I, I It's just not super fair. Like the team who had cheese, chocolate, and what was the third one? I can't remember. Yeah, but it was like chocolate and Gruyere, right? Yeah. And I can't remember. But it just, I know, it just was really not fair. No, and then, the, the, and then the one that won with lemon, peppers, and anchovies. Yeah, like, like, obviously. Like, I give me that, and I'm going to make something <laughs> yeah. delicious, you know, like, off know, the top of my head. It was, it, it, same with, I think, the elimination challenge, which we'll get to later, but it was like, it, the ingredients totally, I think, m- made or break your dish. Totally. So, um, so we did get to see some personalities. I know. Um, the who was it the that Olympian? snapped at Jamie for yes. glazing the wrong side gonna, of the fish? <laughs> so tell, so talk, yeah, say that again. What, so what they one team decides to make fish because they have you know random ingredients, and the only thing it's going to work on is fish. And so they are flipping the fish, and then they tell Jamie to so glaze. So Don is the one. Don. It's like, okay, now put your components on it. And to be fair, Don flipped it so the skin side was up. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. And so Jamie just, you know, glazes the the fish. And Don's like, you put it on the skin side? I thought every chef knew not to put it on the skin side. I guess I can't assume that chefs don't know to put it it on the other side. It was very condescending. So, and interesting thing about Don is she was an Olympian on the track and field team. Yeah. So in the 2000 Olympics. And she, did she win a James Beard Award or she was just nominated? She was nominated for she James Beard Award. She mentions it multiple times. <laughs> she is like, feels like, um, like quintessential like athlete type attitude yes. of like, I'm going to win. I need to win. I will do anything yes. to win. A little bit of a temper, which I, I respect it. You know, it's yeah, going to make good you TV. Imagine, can you imagine Michael Jordan in a kitchen? I'm <laughs> frightened. Like <laughs> no. truly the worst place for an athlete with knives and with like, <laughs> I don't know. She's, she's going to be. She's going to be something. For she sure. is. Uh, also, Gabe made me laugh. He's the one that worked for Tom Colic- Colicchio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were plating it. And he's like, well, Tom does it this way. And Maria's like, well, Tom does. We don't. And I like, <laughs> I like Maria. She's making good points. But Gabe is very much like, I have worked in a high-end restaurant. Therefore, I deserve to be here more than so anyone else. So is Gabe else. the one from Texas? Because there's a Gabe and there's a Gabriel. Maybe it's Gabriel. I can't remember who's who. It's Gabriel. Oh, it's Gabriel from Portland. Because I wrote annoying white guy, Gabriel. <laughs> um, yeah, he, okay, he did work for Tom Clickio at Clickio and Sons. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
So ultimately, the Meyer Lemon and Anchovies group wins. I mean, obviously. Immunity. Also, there was somebody who, I can't remember, I think it was Brittany, who um, says that she specializes in alpine cuisine, Mm -hmm. which I'm like, that's so specific. (laughs) Like, that's so specific. And like is that alpine, good? Like Swiss, like the Swiss Alps? Like, do you just make fondue? Is it just it's like, fondue? Yeah, it's like, it's like um, what's that thing with the machine? Um, raclette. It's oh, just like raclette. I do love and raclette. Pot- <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great. But like, it's like, it feels like potatoes and cheese. Yeah, it's that's just like melted cheese. And bacon, like that's her specialty. It's just very interesting. What was that challenge? Was it the All-Stars Challenge where they went up into that? It was like, the elevation was insane Telluride. and they had to yeah. bake. Yeah. That was wild. That yeah. was a wild challenge. That, I know. Sometimes they make it so hard, like camping, and they're like, cook everything on an open fire. Who was it that had to camp and they were like, I hate it here. Oh, yeah. And she was pregnant. Oh, and I just felt that. I felt that so hard. I was like, (laughs) don't make them camp. It's so mean. Anyway, so that team has immunity. It's Sarah and. uh, I didn't write it down. Sasha. Sasha, who is Italian. She's the one that had the Meyer lemons and a third person. Who did she have the scotch peppers? Yeah, the one with the scotch peppers who had to roast them to mellow them out. I really don't remember who it was. Anyway, so then it's time for the big what what do they call the big elimination one? challenge? Elimination challenge, and so they have to shop online on Whole Foods. Which I don't know. I don't think I would enjoy that experience. I know. I I love the trips to Whole Foods. I think it's so fun to watch them like run around and try and find the ingredients and like the one thing that's not there and they have to change it at the last minute. Yeah. I miss that, but I also get it. Like, what are they going to do? I also like at me when I find a recipe, going to the grocery store and getting all of it is just kind of a rush. It's like fun. I did the, I made the pretty bird chicken sandwich. Ooh. Yeah. And I, the amount of hot sauces I had to buy for this thing really? was insane. And like so many spices and it was just so fun, how, you know. How did it turn out? Really good. It really? was so spicy. It was so spicy. That okay. So okay, tangent. But Viet, who owns Pretty Bird, was who also owned Forage, and uh-huh. also, and he he um, was on that show. Who wants to be the next Food Network star? Mm-hmm. And he was so good. Mm-hmm. And I just love Viet. Yeah. So yeah, Pretty Bird is so good. If you're Pretty in Utah, Bird is un- amazing. You have and to they have try a Pretty new Bird. Location too in yeah, Sugar House. In Sugar, well, it's well Liberty Wells. If you yeah, want to yeah. be snooty okay. about okay. it, which I do, because I need people to know D's. So yeah, <laughs> the D sign that like forever has said eggs and pancakes four ninety nine, but they don't have a period, so it looks like it's four hundred ninety nine dollars. <laughs> I've never noticed that. We but used to I live love right that. by there, so I drove by it all the time. Anyway. Then it's time for the Elimination Challenge. They're shopping uh, online at Whole Foods. And they go to a, a restaurant and they start cooking. And, oh, well, okay. They have to pick out the birds they want to <gasps> Oh, cook. yeah. So they draw, not, is it drawing knives or maybe? No, they get eggs. So the, oh, the girls right. who get immunity get to pick, pick their, their bird. Protein. And the yeah. options are duck, squab, chucker, and turkey. Ugh. Which, like, chucker also is partridge, which I had to look up. So, like, partridge in a pear tree. It's a type of... I mean, duck, I feel like... Duck. I don't like duck, but, like, 
I would know how to work with duck. I think duck is just like you're you're like you just gotta go duck. Like, yeah, I feel like any squab other. Squab is I mean, kind of like chicken. I have no idea what squab or chucker eats like. Like I have no idea. But turkey, nobody wants to cook. Eat turkey's turkey. garbage. Yeah, turkey, nobody wants to eat it. Nobody wants to cook with it. And chucker and squab feel like too specialized that like you'd have to really, really know your proteins to be yeah. able to do Yeah, I mean, well. I feel like if I got squab, I'd just roast that puppy, right? And make I mean, like yeah, really good sides with it, but I'm not on Top Chef. So. Yeah, that's the thing. I was like, I, I didn't even go that far because it's like I will truly never cook squab, so I don't need to think about this, but... You go with duck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, to be safe. Here's a question. Can they, like, real quick Google how do I cook duck? No, you cannot Google you anything. Can't. can't Google anything. You can't. So this was also interesting in that in that interview I was listening to Gregory. He's like, you, he's like, every time I'm on that show, I realize how little I know about food. Because you can't do anything. You can't go on the internet. You can't look at cookbooks. Actually, somebody got kicked off the show for, for like, bringing a recipe in. Really? Yeah. And um, that's interesting. And that makes me feel better hearing him say that because I'm like, yeah, I and he's like, because his elimination at he made it to like the final something and he was going to Italy and he's like, I'm gluten free, dairy free. Like, I know nothing about pasta. And so he was like, before we went to Italy, they get to go home. And he's like, so I was like studying up on the region or Italian food. But he's like, I didn't I don't know anything about that. Wild. I know. Wild. So you just gotta, I mean, that's the thing, right? So it's like the the more versatile, I guess, you are as a chef, obviously, is a big, mm-hmm. like, Well, that's why, advantage. I mean, one of these guys was like a pit master, and I'm like, don't make I, well, him he's guy that went home. duck. Yeah, yeah, I was like, that is bad for him. I know, but I'm also like, I don't know the Top Chef is the place for you. Like, you, I would just lean into what you do really well and keep doing that. I know, what was his name again? Roscoe. Roscoe. Hold on, I want to look him up and remember. So, while you're doing that, they the girls with immunity get to pick their birds, and then every Everyone else has to crack open an egg and they read the bird they get. And the people who get chucker and turkey are like, I hate this. And rightfully so. So and then they start cooking and they do it in shifts. And uh, I believe that they start with duck. I can't remember. But the order. Um, Avishar. No, not Avishar. Oh, who is it? Uh Shoda. The Japanese guy? Shoda oh does a really cool thing where he's poaching it and then pulling it out and then poaching it again, basting Dude, it. this posting. guy seems amazing. Yeah. He is, he is going to go, I hope, and I foresee him going so far in this competition. I just feel like, okay, so he's from Seattle. Trained he, in Japan. Yeah, he was... Born in Japan, raised in Seattle, Ben began working in the kitchen when he was 16. At 18, he returned to Japan to train under Michelin star-rated chef Yashuhiko Sakamoto, and now he's on a food meta. Okay, so he's very well-trained. Have you been to Japan? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Tell me about it. It was amazing. I, my one regret is we didn't do fine dining. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of sushi, and we mm-hmm. did a lot of like cool little ramen places. Mm-hmm. We didn't really step our dip our toes into any fine dining but it was an incredible experience Ugh, i'm like i would I tokyo go, is I the coolest place japan. i've ever seen yeah. i bawled when we left <laughs> i was like i want to move my whole family here i know i want to go to japan so bad i just feel like japanese cuisine is like so delicate and mm-hmm. so balanced and so perfectly cooked right <laughs> if you will right and like just like Everything feels very, you have to have a really, really like 
uh, what's the word, like really sophisticated palate to like cook and appreciate Japanese I mean, food. And so for him to be like well-trained in that, I feel like it's going to take you him You saw far. Euro Dreams of Sushi. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. We like went to the subway station and just like peeked in because mm-hmm. it's like we would have dropped probably a thousand dollars to eat gosh. there. And I think you have to make a reservation years oh, in yeah. advance, yeah. you know, but like that level of technique and attention to detail, you know, it would be the most amazing meal. Of your yeah. Life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sounds amazing. We went when we were actually the last time we were in Portland, we waited a long time to go to this Japanese ramen place. And this chef has a restaurant in Japan and a restaurant in Portland because apparently the pH of the water is like only the right pH in those two places oh or my gosh. something like that. Yeah. We waited a long time to get in. And it was very good. It was, was it? like, yeah, it was incredible. Worth it was the hype. so good. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway. This guy's gonna go far. I I really like him too. He and seems very down to earth. They loved his food. Yeah. Um. The duck adobo that Roscoe made. The it was too greasy. It was a broth. Oh, his broth was like. I mean, they were saying that his broth was greasy. That's just like, ugh, really bad way to describe a broth. Like you do not want a greasy. Yeah. Broth. Well, and Michelle's like the broth queen. She's like. Exactly. The consomme, like, expert. Like, yeah. do not give her a greasy broth. Yeah. Was last season, she was like, ah, I broke the raft. I was like, what the hell is a raft? You know, and then I, like, did all oh, this I didn't Googling know. I about that. broths. And I was like, oh, I've been doing broths all wrong. <laughs> I'll never do it like Michelle. But bad look for Roscoe. Um, then they move on. I think they do the squab. They love Sarah's squab that she's yeah, and put she yogurt was like, and herbs. Oh, that coconut yogurt. Yeah. And she what seemed un- very unsure about her plate, right? Yeah. yeah. I just really relate to Sarah on a, she on a seemed, deep level. She seemed very cool. The imposter syndrome is yeah. really oh, yeah. having its way with Sarah. Um, and Sasha, she does a polenta that's too tight. Oh, yeah. Tight is a great way to describe it. <laughs> they just their vocabulary on the show know, is so good. Incre- oh, that's another thing. Gail is t- to have Gail back and like in at episode she was, one. She was pregnant yeah. and maybe had baby, and so she. I mean, she definitely had a baby, but like I don't remember if she was pregnant and that's why she wasn't on last time, or she was having a baby and that's why she wasn't on. Something to do with her. her she was pregnant because they went and did a challenge at her house oh, while she was super that's pregnant right. okay, okay. during Kentucky. I just love her so much. Yeah. I think the way that she talks about food is like just perfection. I think Tom can be kind of a hard ass and kind mm-hmm. of just like Stuffy. annoying. Yeah. And like you have to make it taste good according to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas I mean Padma what qualifications does she have? Nothing. But Gail <laughs> really is like very articulate and just like so good. Our uh, Lindsay, our friend Lindsay, who's often on Hive Mind, um, she described Padma as there's always something just a little off with her wardrobe or her hair. Like yes. she's so beautiful, but for some reason, there's always just something either about the way they've done her hair or her makeup or her outfit where you're like, that's just not. Yes, she doesn't. Why she it. doesn't choose flattering things? Like she chooses things that like accentuate the wrong. I mean, she's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. She have you ever heard her I've heard her in two interviews now and she tells the exact same story in every interview about how this photographer wanted to shoot her even though she had a scar and that like changed her whole life. I'm like, yeah, that's a cool story. But maybe we should find some other stories <laughs> to tell because I, that I, one's from like yeah, 30 years ago. I just can't. Ago. I yeah. 
I tried. Did you watch her show on Hulu? There's like a, I watched a couple episodes. Yeah, I just like couldn't get into it. I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like what is she? What is she really qualified to do? Look beautiful, and she does a she does a great she's job a hosting. Great, yeah, she's a great host. She's, she's really funny on Thirty Rock. She's the one that just gets to say, "Pack your knives." Yeah. Like she's really good. But I mean, I don't she know. is very austere, and you get the impression that the contestants are all afraid of her. Which yeah, which fair yeah, and she's one of the judges, so. And she will hate your curry, so never make curry for bad moms. Oh, yeah, yeah. They talk about that a lot. So anyway, uh, the other significant thing that happens is Dawn is preparing this turkey stew, oh, and yeah. she doesn't sauce it in time. Which And she claims she didn't know that she wouldn't be allowed to sauce it. I'm like, they had to have explained There's the no rules There's no way you don't know. To I'm you. sorry. It have did you look ever really seen, good. Have you seen one episode of Top Chef? Like, you don't go on yeah. the show without knowing what it is. And she just ran out of time. And if you do go on the show without knowing what it is, you're an idiot. Like, who would go on a show? Every time they're on The Bachelor and they're like, I've never watched the show. I'm like... <laughs> What kind of idiot are you? Why would you not watch what you're about to head into? Yeah. So she doesn't get to sauce it. They're actually really, really sympathetic, I think, because a lot of them have been on the show and they're like, listen, this happens. You run out of time, which a lot of these people, the judges. Oh, the judges. Yeah. Yeah. And she was not even at the bottom. So she had really nothing to worry about. So who was at the bottom? Avishar. Okay, I was so disappointed in Avishar because who messes up rice? Why did he mess up rice? So weird, right? Like, and they're I, like, it's under season. I'm like, did you not salt your rice? Or not even, and it was like undercooked. How yeah. do you not, like, taste? This is one thing, too, that Tom always says, like, did you not taste this? Like, taste your food. I have relatives who, like, cook things and they literally, like, does it need more salt? It's like, taste your freaking food. Taste I know. your food. I do kind of get it, though. Like, when you're the one preparing it, you kind of become incapable of telling if it's good or not. Yes. I told, but you're tasting it while you do it. So yeah. you have somebody else taste it, but taste your food. And I'm like such a salt fiend that my problem's usually like, I put too much salt. So right. not salting but it I mean, enough under is like cooking what? rice. Yeah, that's a, that's unforgivable. And well, maybe it's like I guess you. I mean, here's the thing: is like Tom always says, like, taste. If it didn't taste good, why would you plate it? And it's like, well, what am I gonna do at that point? Like, I it's know. not like Just he had a piece time of to like. It's not like he had. You know, you got to put something on the plate. So I, I get that it's maybe that's not a fair argument, but so Avishar was on the bottom, and then Roscoe was on the bottom. He went home, and then do you remember who else? I can't Sasha remember. and Jamie. Sasha made the tight polenta. Jamie, oh, Jamie's dish was so weird. She did a couscous. And, oh, and the Israeli couscous, and then like a big oh, yeah. hunk of broccoli with some turkey, and I it was just rem- like I don't think that's I can't something really I remember, eat. but I do feel like I have high hopes for Jamie. Also, Jamie's the one that talks in sound effects. I know, and I love it. She was so hilarious. Hold on, I wrote one down. She was. This is literally a quote. I was like, uh, 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 and then uh. <laughs> that's what she said, <laughs> and idea. she does these hand motions when she does it, and the judges are like, "What are you?" <laughs> What are you talking like, about? They showed, yeah, like from this uh, this season on with her, like just making sound effects. And I'm very excited. I'm to excited see. too. I kind of feel like she's not long for this world, um, <laughs> but I'll enjoy it. Apparently, while she's on here. her um, restaurant is very good. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, the top four were Sarah, Shoda, Gabe, and Gabriel. So, wow, both Gabe and Great. What did Gabe make again? I don't remember what. Gabe, I don't, make, me- I don't Gabriel remember. Gabriel made Gabriel the Gabriel swab made. with the pears and honey. Ga- oh, oh and- didn't Gabe make the um pl- uh plantains? Was that him? Oh yeah, I think Gabe made the plantains. Yeah, good for him. Or no, maybe plant. I can't remember now. 
Shoda made Shoda made that the duck, duck, the braised duck, and, and then Sarah made the squab yeah. that had the yogurt and the herb salad. But I do think that I so Gate was it Gabriel who made the thing that was like very simple, and Tom mm-hmm. was like, "Good job editing." Like it's like hard to make a simple dish yeah. on this show because you think you have to do all these different things. But really, like I think simple, well made is like really the way to win these heart judges hearts over. Oh, for sure. Like, you could just serve them squab if it's done well. <laughs> yeah, you perfectly know? done, protein, and like, I don't know. I, I, anyway, so I'm excited for him. I think he'll go far. I am too. Um, so that was episode one. Poor Roscoe went home. But I do love Last Chance Kitchen. Do you watch Last Chance Kitchen? I, do, I couldn't find Last Chance Kitchen. Well, it's not on yet because he has to compete against somebody oh, else that gets okay. kicked off. Well, but I do love that they have that option on the show. Do like, too. it's not over. You I know? do too. There's a chance for redemption. Um, we'll be back to talk about what happens next. Okay, tell your friends. Because I want to keep talking about this. Oh, yeah. No, we're going to... Who cares? I don't care if one person <laughs> listens. We're going to make a podcast about Top Chef. Okay, so whatever the then. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening. Remember to subscribe to our newsletter, hivemind.substack.com. And become a patron at patreon.com forward slash hivemindhq. Right now, we are doing America's Next Top Model makeover episodes. And they are really something. So check that out. And we will be back next week. Bye. Bye.